0: Welcome to the Week 7 Bear Blitz post game podcast. I'm Caleb Lance. I'm here with my wife,
1: Jessica Lance.
0: And the Bears got the much anticipated number six win on the season. They beat Western Heights 48 7. What was the halftime score, Jess?
1: 42 0. 40- was it?
0: I think you're right. She's right again. Yeah, 42 no, 0. 42 zip. They could have put 84 on them easy or more. Uh, it was bad that first quarter.
1: The first quarter was like 22...
0: 29. 27-0 after Seven, zero, one quarter. Yeah. Uh, what would you think of that weather?
1: It was colder than I thought it was going to be. It was windy. on the Down on the field, it was...
0: Literally. It, I think it may have been the coldest game so far. No,
1: I think that is a bold faced lie. It was the windiest game. It
0: was the windiest game.
1: It, it wasn't was the coldest, the
0: coldest Which Which other cold games did we have? I forget. Uh,
1: One at home, I think. That's right. Yeah. It was at home.
0: So before the game, I was trying to get Jessica together, help me out. She was talking to a crazy guy.
1: <laughs> he was quite interesting. He moved from California and he taught math at Western Heights and um, First year there? He was a trip <laughs> and he was definitely a trip. It was interesting.
0: Yeah, it's pretty funny. We'd like to thank Mr. Terrell Fry for coming out to Western Heights since he lives close by and helping us do a little filming, photography with Bear Blitz. It's always nice to have him join our team. He helped us in that first Game this season, and I'm hoping he's going to make the trip to Lawton Mac Mack for home. The next home game.
1: Yeah, he should be there. All right.
0: So, shout out to him.
1: And he should
0: be in all the playoff games. All the the playoff games. Positive Polly coming here. All the playoff games. I think so. You know, Jess, um, Noble's gone to a second playoff game twice in their history. So, she calls me positive for picking Noble to kill or to beat handedly western heights but she's saying all the playoff games
1: well, all of them could be all okay it i could like be all four i don't know
0: that's right i like your positivity so uh shout out to all the noble fans that made the trip which eh, there could have been more but you did have more than the jets fans so we outnumbered the home team at their place so that was good to see um uh, five dollar admission into the game that's pretty nice um for everyone that has to pay and they're used to paying seven you go to a lot of the way games it's five don't ask me why uh you know noble's better than these teams so you get to you know pay for a better product product at home right yeah gotta pay for all the cool stuff and one dollar hot cocoa and great hot dogs so all that all that for cheaper than some other places and they have a jumbo Tron scoreboard, big screen. That's got to be in our future. I heard them talking about it on the sidelines. I was trying to listen in. But we'll see. I think it's probably like 10 years down the road. But I mean, knows? they need to
1: get one so we can show the
0: Bear Blitz videos up on it. Oh, uh, Wouldn't that be cool? I could make like <laughs> pre-game videos. And stuff. Oh, that'd be so sweet. If we get one, I'm in charge of it. I don't even care. I wouldn't know what to do, but I would want to, like, make videos for it and make, like, a starting lineup video. That'd be so cool. Oh, uh, and we could lie about it, you know, and, like, you know, how OU does. They play their starting lineups, and it's never the starting lineup. So, I
1: think that's just because it's too lazy. Well, they'll be. They don't innocent. change it. I mean, yeah, tell anybody who's in the starting lineup. But what?
0: It. In the second half, I was able to take the uh, camera up to the top of the stands and get a different angle in the third and fourth quarters. We didn't have a whole lot of huge like passing plays in the second half to get good highlights, but it's going to be a little bit different of a video because I had a different angle since I was able to go up there and had extra people there and stuff to help shoot on the field. But So I'm looking forward to see how that looks in the highlight video. And uh, good to see the medics out on the field tonight that was different have you ever seen that before Mm-mm. so he had the the stretcher out on the field and was just sitting well maybe he just put it out there for a bench to uh, sit yeah, on. that's all i did on it just was sit he sitting on, on it? it it was right at like the corner of the end zone and he just flopped it out and sat down on it just one medic guy
1: yeah
0: and he just sat there and watched the awesome game we did and uh but it's good to see because that's um uh, the, the the game and the game of the Lexington game, I don't think they had any medics there for the junior high game. So they've been playing, you know, trying to get medics to all the games. I know there's some kind of deal going around. I don't know if that family started it or someone from Lexington about uh, having, you know, an ambulance and everything ready for all the games, not just the high school games. So keep continue to keep that family in your prayers. So just good to see. Um some other game topics here.
1: Uh Trevor Chile Lorenz got his first offensive touchdown this season. His other touchdown was a kickoff return. So yeah, that was good. Uh yeah, did
0: I call that in the in the pre game podcast? You did. Yep, Chili Lorenz, first offensive T D. That was under my game notes for uh things I players I like to see have a big game. So boom. Called yeah, that
1: one. Y'all, let's just let's just have a moment of honesty here. Um, we're about to start this podcast and kill this. Why do I always throw away the pregame notes? Because we write them down on paper because we're not millennials or, or anything. Um, and so he had wadded it up and thrown it in the trash can. He had to go dig through the trash can to find his pregame notes so that he could yeah. say, "I called that one." That's right. But he did
0: so way to go chili first offensive td don't
1: use the audio of chili scoring because i may have been yelling at him all the way down the field go chili go chili go
0: chili okay and it was lt taylor with the reynolds ford mvp ball he had nine rushes for 47 yards and a touchdown he averaged 5.2 yards per carry uh, against most all second and third string players in that second half, so.
1: Nah, I think it was still the Western Heights first. Sh-
0: uh, I was talking about not against, but with <laughs> with our offensive oh, line. I was like. Well, no, with our offensive line. No, yeah, I don't know who Western Heights had out there. It didn't really matter.
1: That number five played all night long.
0: Well, they didn't have enough players to go too deep, really. I'm I mean, was... pretty sure
1: that number five played every snap last night.
0: Yeah, he probably did. So here was uh, LT after the game. All right, here with LT, Taylor. He gets his first MVP ball of the game as a freshman. He runs for the most rushing yards tonight, gets his first touchdown. How does it feel just to get in there, man, in the second half and just get all those rushing yards? You got tons of carries in the third quarter. Um, It feels great. I was a little nervous, but when I came out and started playing, it felt normal. Yeah, there you got to or three really good runs and then the holes just open up you're hitting them hard what it felt like when you just had that clear path to the end zone um like at first that was how i was supposed to run it but like i haven't and then the coaches told me like, hit that gap and as soon as i hit the gap i seen it was wide open yeah you were gone and and that was against uh, the you know the, the backup lineman as well too right <laughs> yes sir yeah well we move on uh we are six and one now and 4-0 in district, and we'll move on to uh, next week. Are you looking forward to seeing what this team can do? Yes, sir. Ready right. to go to state. <laughs> All right, hey, heck yeah. man. All right, this has been LT Taylor, freshman number 11. So way to go, LT. You uh, MVP, your first your first ball. I would imagine it won't be your last. Maybe you're only one as a freshman, but I guarantee it. If you stick around, Noble, no. you'll probably have more. What?
1: That won't even be the, his last a freshman. we got Southeast in a couple weeks. You
0: think they'll give it to the same freshman? I guess they could if he goes just goes off and goes crazy.
1: I mean, he did all right.
0: Yeah. I'd like to see Call, oh, Colin oh, Fisher. Oh, you
1: mean get the MVP ball again in the same freshman. No, i probably not. Sorry.
0: Yeah. I'd like to see maybe Colin Fisher get it. Maybe he could play a whole half against Southeast. Maybe they'll just want to throw the ball some. But who knows? Brody Sergis did not play this game. I think it was, he was mainly out for, uh, like, precautionary reasons or, I don't know, because it was Western Heights. But he didn't look like he was too banged up. I didn't really get a chance to talk to him. But from what I heard, it was just, like, precautionary. And
1: no starters played in the second half. Uh, from what I saw, Colin Fisher got all the snaps at QB in the second half. Three, he was three for four for twenty-four yards passing. Yep,
0: which is okay. pretty good. Yeah, I was hoping they were gonna let him air it out a little more, but he didn't. Because the, we were trying to run the second clock.
1: Second half was twenty-four minutes
0: long. Yeah, and I called that when it started. I said, I told my father-in-law, I was like, this game's gonna be over about you know five ten minutes to nine. I looked, there was the clock was counting down, and it was eight fifty-five. I'm like, yep. So less than two-hour game. It's pretty nice.
1: My dad also sent my mom a video. My dad's child fry, by the way, um, sent my mom. Well, we did say that earlier. Oh. Um, sent my mom a video of the clock running and the players are standing on the side of the field because <laughs> they just kept the clock going the second half. Yeah. It was twenty four minutes long.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, pretty cool. <laughs>
1: that to, was uh, interesting.
0: You know, just get that one over with.
1: <laughs> there was a safety. Out the back of the end zone, it was a backwards pass, which kind of blew out the back of yeah, the end I think end the zone. wind caught it. It was the weirdest. Okay, the whole game had some bizarre looking I, stuff. I
0: called the safety, I said, We're going to get a safety. Whoever I stand it by, I don't remember who it was, but said, we're about to get a safety. And I figured because Hunter Largent was going to sack him back there. No. no, they threw the ball. Bye and. Outs. Well, it was, yeah, it was a backwards pass, and then he didn't catch it, and it just kept bouncing, and the wind kept catching, and it went all the way out the back of the end zone. The rest first called a, a, a touchback. I'm like, no, I not a touchback. That's either a touchdown or a safety, and we didn't get to it, so it was a safety, which ended up being one of the better plays Western Heights had because it didn't go for six. It went for two.
1: Okay, can we also <laughs> talk about how the game started?
0: Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. What was it? Largent. Hmm? How would the game start?
1: The game started with Western Heights kicking off. No, we kicked off two Western Heights. Mm. And the ball bounced up off the ground. The Western Heights players didn't move. They all just didn't stood we there catch it in the air? Looked like it. And Chili caught it. It bounced off the ground. I think.
0: Oh, it bounced once. I thought Chili. I thought Chili just caught it. Um without it even touching the ground, and which would have been our ball. That's I mean that's perfectly legal. Max Prep shared a video this week of a high school doing that last week where they just kicked off and one of their players caught it and ran it for a touchdown. Oh,
1: maybe maybe it did. I didn't
0: see it. I was too far down it. the field. But.
1: I don't know. But somehow, Chili ended up with the ball. It was bizarre. Yeah,
0: it was awesome.
1: So we kicked off to ourselves.
0: Yeah, so we're going to get to a quick break. But when we come back, we have some more audio for you. We'll talk about the how the teams in the district did we'll talk a little more hunter largent uh we'll talk about the the game scoring plays so we'll be right back Welcome back to the Western Heights post-game show. Once again, Noble gets the big win, 48 to seven, and it could have been uh, maybe 55 to seven if uh, Hunter Largent would have picked up the ball after the Western Heights punt when he watched it roll slowly dead uh, at the 10-yard line, just you know, 10 yards from the the goal where he could have scored. When no jets were around them.
1: See, I missed this whole. <laughs> I, I missed that whole thing, so I don't really. What happened was the video. It, it, it was a
0: terrible punt. They kicked it from the 13 yard line, and we got possession at the 11 yard line. Oh, it oh, went, it was backwards. The one that went backwards. It, okay. it was like into the wind, and the, it was really high, and the wind caught it, and it just rolled dead with no one around. It rolled dead with no one around. Hunter, and 10 yards away was the end zone he could have scored in. But it was kind of funny because it was just, you know, 30, 45 minutes after he was so mad at himself.
1: Oh, yeah, this was good.
0: All right, tell what what happened.
1: Hunter almost got an interception. Yeah. But he doesn't get thrown the ball very often, apparently, and his hands didn't know what to do.
0: I didn't see it. I accidentally it, followed the quarterback because I thought we were getting a sack and I guess he'd let it go. Okay,
1: I have clear as day video of it. In oh, fact, I got to see um, it. Hunter's mom, if you would like some blackmail because Hunter was real mad at himself afterwards, you just well, I, bear I'll put it in the highlight video. <laughs> bear message messages and we'll send you that video clip.
0: Oh, he, it's going to be on social media like tomorrow.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. So. <laughs> Yeah. The yes. center would just, like, Hunter lines up right in front of the center. Well, the Western Heights center would just, like, snap the ball and then lay down on the ground. So Hunter was just stepping over him all night.
0: Yeah, it was bad.
1: Like, one really large step. And uh, he did that, and the quarterback went to, like, throw it over the top. Uh-huh. And Hunter, it just, I mean, he had it in his hands, but he couldn't catch it.
0: Yeah, yeah we, we we got that. Um, yeah, I talked to Gavin so Yeager good. about that, and he said he gave him his one shot to get the ball you know, and go score with it. And Gavin said, yeah, I ain't doing that no more. Gave him his chance, you know, because uh, Hunter was mad last week that Gavin was getting all his tackles and everything on defense. But it's pretty funny. Um, looking at the scoring summary, noble scored first with 10 and a half minutes left it was austin fisher pass complete to jay smith for 10 yards noble went up seven to zero then it was austin fisher complete to dustin Whitmire for 13 yards and that was one minute and six seconds later at 9 to go in the first quarter then our third score It was Austin Fisher to Braden Fisher for 9 yards, and that was 6 minutes and 13 seconds left. So at that point, it was 21-0 with 6.13 to play in the first quarter. Then with 2.33 left in the first, it was Austin Fisher to Jay Smith for the leaping catch that I didn't think he was going to make, and he got it and returned it to the end zone. Was it on fourth down, I feel like? It was on fourth down. No, I think it may have been third and fifteen. Okay. I, believe, I, I think it was third and 15. As I remember, call, uh, the Norman Transcript photographer was standing next to me, and I said, watch, this is going to go to Jay Smith in the middle of the field for a touchdown. And it did. It was so funny. But then it was Noble with 10-19 to play in the second, quor- second quarter. Number 10, Mario Sandoval, was a uh, pass complete to number 26, Philip Washington. For fourteen yards.
1: Minus
0: 14 yards. Uh, for minus fourteen yards, and how was the pass complete? I don't, I don't, think, I don't think they completed, completed it. So that was a safety, and we were at twenty-nine to zero in the second. At the end of the second quarter. No. No, just kidding. That was in the second quarter. Then Noble, with nine minutes, thirty-three seconds left, it was Austin Fisher to Chili Lorenz for thirty-seven yards, and we went up 36 to 0. And then with 555 left in the second, it was Ezra Elkins' run for 11 yards, his one score of the night, and put us up 42 to 0. And the kick was no good there. So um, then in the third quarter, there was only one score in the third quarter with 49 seconds left. Um, Western Heights scored to make it 42 to 7. Um, they could have had another one or two chances to score but we got the turnover in their red zones so that was good to see by our young defensive guys because i really thought they may have scored might score twice uh the way they're kind of moving the ball on our young defense but we held them out and just held them to one score didn't get the shutout like i was maybe thinking we had a chance to get but we still got another chance week 10 maybe we can get it then so but All around, good game for the young guys. Good to see them out there uh, out there on a Friday with the varsity. I uh, talked to Coach George after the game just a little bit. I didn't get any audio recordings, but he was glad. We just got out of there with no injuries. Uh, Braden Fisher did kind of roll his ankle he was up on the table with some ice on it for a few minutes and the next thing I look he's down on the sidelines kind of jumping around he was walking around after the game and coach George seemed to think he was going to be all right and also you know coach uh, talked kind of about the you know the postseason playoffs just a little bit and said you know kind of the worst case scenario is looking like five and two uh, in district for Noble that's if we lost to Ardmore and Lawton Mac, which is it's possible, they're both really good teams. They're both just one game behind us now. Lawton Mac getting the big win this week with their QB racer Felter uh, back from injury. So, um, but looking at some of the offensive numbers, uh, Jessica is gonna tell you how some of our offensive players did. Who are the leaders?
1: All right. So Austin Fisher was seven for ten. For 137 yards five TDs um, LT LT was the top rusher and um, he was nine carries for 47 yards and one touchdown Trevor Lorenz was the top receiver three catches for 75 yards and one touchdown Jay Smith had two catches for 40 yards both of them for touchdowns
0: yeah so that's kind of the top offensive reformers on defense it was Largent. He had one sack on the night, four tackles, and three were solo tackles. And one of the tackles was like a, a uh, he tackled two guys at once. Did you see that? Yeah. The quarterback, he was about to sack the quarterback, so the quarterback quickly, like it was like a last-ditch effort not to get tackled by Hunter, so he pitched it to the running back to get tackled. Well, Hunter just stretched out his arms and tackled them both. He's like, oh, I don't know which what they're gonna do with the ball. I'll just tackle them both. The I'm
1: just gonna tackle them both.
0: It was pretty funny. But... Like
1: a big bear hug. I was on the, I stood on the end zone that first quarter. Oh, so you
0: saw the big hug.
1: So it was just like he reached out like he was gonna do a big bear yeah. hug and just
0: whoop. Hunter, if you want some loving, I'm sure your mom will give you some. <laughs> but <laughs> why are we so mean to him? Uh, you started it. Even... Shout out to Bryson Crawley. He had four tackles. Three were solo tackles. And two and a half tackles for loss, um, and yeah, we just talked about Largent with those gang, the gang tackle on the QB and the running back there. But uh, some special appearances by three Noble alumni, all played on the 2003 district championship team. Uh, they were in attendance last night. It was Jason Kersey. Um, Tanner Hayes, and Dallas Perkle, and I was able to talk with Jason Kersey after the game. So I'm here with uh, Jason Kersey. Man, you played in what, 2003? Uh, 01 to 04. 01 to 04. I graduated in
1: 05, so yeah. 05, okay, gotcha.
0: Yeah. All right, man, the Bears had that semifinal season, but what do you think, what's your prediction for this year? How far are the Bears going?
1: Uh, it looks like they can go really far. They keep winning games, I don't think, frankly, I don't think they're going to win, you know. They keep winning games that they've never won before. It's awesome. It's really cool to see. So, yeah, they seem to have a really good offense. And, um, yeah, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, this this team, obviously Western Heights, wasn't a lot to right. see. But, I mean, we took care of them in one half. And... This is just uh, a game where you don't want anybody to get hurt. Yeah, we had one guy an ankle, but he was up walking on it after the game. So, yeah. I think it's going to be all right. You kind of joke around saying the Bears are going all the way. But, man, I can see it. I can see us semifinals, you know. Yeah. If you can get to Carl Albert, anything can happen. You see Piedmont upset him. So, it just, you know. Was,
1: Yeah, I mean, that was the thing that shocked me was when – we lost to piedmont i thought well okay but then they go beat carl albert I'm like, okay that's not yeah. too bad actually so. yeah
0: and the red zone seven times against piedmont so yeah. i felt if we get a second shot at them i think we could take care of
1: them. yeah no man it's 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 been so much fun to follow i mean they were we were pretty good when i was in high school but um man these guys are just rolling through people so and it's cool you know tyler and i are old friends known each other tyler yeah. solomon know each other forever so it's uh truly cool to see what they're doing
0: yeah, did you graduate with Tyler? I did. And I Kyle? grew up with Tyler. Okay. Yeah. Did Kyle, was he in that same class as you? Uh, Davidson? Yes. He was a year older than me. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yep. Well, that's awesome, man. So, and yeah. what do you, you work with The Athletic now, correct? I do. Yes, sir. Okay, did you start
1: with the transcript? I worked at the Oklahoman for 10 years. 10 almost years, Almost okay. 10 years. And then I went and covered Arkansas for a little while. And then I came back, on yeah, I'm with The Athletic covering OU. Awesome, so, man. Yeah.
0: All right, yeah. it's been uh, Jason Kersey, uh, graduate of Noble High School, out of the game tonight. So thanks for talking with us. No problem. All right. So thank you to Jason Kersey for attending last night's game. And it's just good to see him uh, out there. And he's just had a very successful career in the media, sounds like, for sure. I enjoy reading his stuff with the Oklahoman and uh, of course the athletic not a subscriber but you know have to think about that the feed right about noble a little bit you know I'd probably subscribe so <laughs> but uh, it's good going back and forth with him on Twitter and stuff but um, a couple other alumni I mentioned is Dallas parkle and Tanner Hayes and here they were after the game I'm here with uh, Tanner Hayes and Dallas Purple, they both played on the 3-4 yeah. team, uh, one of two district championships for the Bears. So what are you guys up to now? Uh, I currently am a sales rep for a construction supply company based out of uh, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Okay, awesome. Down yeah. here for the weekend? No, actually I live in Norman, so I'm based out of Oklahoma City. Oh, okay, but gotcha. gotcha. based out of Broken Arrow, yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah, and I live out in Choctaw. Uh, I work for a company called Edward Jones Investments. he got an office in New York City. Okay, so. awesome. Yeah, Jason Kersey uh, was coming to town tonight, so hit us up yesterday and asked if he wanted to come watch the game.
0: Yeah, he could have picked a better game to go to, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he wanted to pick a win. That's right, yeah. <laughs>
1: Depends on how you define it. Competitive, no, but it's always good to come out with a win.
0: Yeah, so what do, you, what do you think of the Noble team this year? I don't know how much you've been keeping up with them, but they look like, you know, they could – They should be in the playoffs, no doubt, but how far do you think they can go? Uh, I mean, they look like they're pretty good, so they can go as far as they want to, right? Yeah. It depends on uh, how composed they are and how how much effort they put in each game, as long as they're... Going one game at a time, they should be all right. Yeah. Yeah. See how far hope. Tyler Solomon can take him, huh? See how far Tyler,
1: yeah, also, yeah. That's, that's where our faith lies, you know. So, hope to see another district title and then see what else they can do.
0: Yeah, it'd be awesome for guy. just district title and see how far we can go in the playoffs, man. Sure. So, all right, thanks for talking to us. Nice. us guys. So, once again, thank you to those three uh, ex noble football players for coming out to the game. Uh, great to see y'all out there. Uh, it'd be cool like in 2023 to have as many of the 2003 district champ team to come and be honored at a home football game. Just throwing that out there to whoever makes those kind of decisions. So four years from now, you know, plan that out, have some kind of meal for them pregame up in the, uh, the awesome field house that surely wasn't there when, when we were in high school. So, but looking around the district this week, um, it was Noble, of course, over Al- uh, pff, over Western Heights, 48-7. And it was El Reno over Duncan, 42-19. to 19. And Ardmore over Southeast, 68-8. to 8. And it was Lawton Mack over Altus, 34-21. to 21. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, Lawton Mack got their QB, Racer Felter, back. He likes to throw the ball around a lot. Just, uh, you know, we, we could see some interceptions next week. So, DBs, be ready. That's all i got to say. They're going to be tested next week with that new quarterback, or with that quarterback back. Uh, looking at the district standings, it's Noble 4-0 with 51 points. Uh, El Reno at 3-1, 3-1 with 35 points. Ardmore at 3-1 with 29 points. And Lotton and Mac at 3-1 with 29 points. And Duncan is 2-2. And Altus is one and three. And Western Heights and Southeast without a win in district. And so Noble still with that one-game lead. Hopefully we can keep it there next week with Lawton Mack coming to Noble. And it's a huge game. Everyone in the preseason picked Lawton Mack to win the district. So hopefully Noble can get out next week with a win. But this has been Caleb Lance and with the post-game podcast week seven noble gets the big win over western heights 48 to 7 thank you all for listening and check back with us uh later in the week